What's up, everybody? You're watching Dead End Sports. This is the very first fantasy football dedicated show that we are um, launching and putting out for you guys. Um, it's something that we talked about doing as of uh, last year, but we never got around to putting it out. So, um, yeah, man, we just wanted to kind of give you guys a preview show of uh, the upcoming fantasy football season. And, um, you know, for the last couple of years, we've been playing fantasy football. I won. Of course, I got to do the bragging. You know, yeah, won, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I won uh, last year's league um, after losing the year before. So shout out to the winner. I can't remember who that was. But um, but anyway, some of you guys may want to know why you should listen to us. Tell them why. <laughs> tell them. Go ahead. Tell them. We have over 28 years combined experience, combined fantasy football experience. Right, 28 right. years. We have seen it all. We have been around since like forever, before fantasy football even became popular. Just to kind of give you an outline of the show, right? So we're just going to go through our background of right. when we started playing, how we got into fantasy football. We're going to give you our top 12 projected quarterbacks for the year. We're going to go through some sleepers. We're going to go through some quarterbacks to stay away from, some busts. And then we'll talk draft strategies for the quarterback position and kind of, you know, let you know what you should do if you don't get one of those first tier quarterbacks. And uh, and that's it. So so real quickly, I'm going to just, just jump into my background experience of playing fantasy football. I started playing in 1999, uh, actually 98, because it was, and I'll never forget this, because it was Kurt Warner's mm -hmm. first season. And oh, we wow, with the, uh, turf, the greatest turf on the show. Yep. Greatest show on turf, I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. I, um, I'll never forget, because I, I don't know who my quarterback was at the time, but I do remember picking him up, because he, had, of course, he had lit it up. Mm -hmm. So, um... I remember I went two and four in, uh, to start the season. And I picked up Kurt Warner. I had Kurt Warner, Edrin James. I do remember him. And then somebody else. Man, I lit it up, man. I didn't lose a game for the rest of the year. And I won, actually, the league championship that year. So the first year I ever played fantasy football, I won a title. And it's been uphill ever since. But, yeah, Kurt Warner was the reason why I won. I started playing, well, not the reason why I started playing fantasy, fantasy football, but he does play a big role in the history of me playing fantasy football. And um, and it, it, it's been great. And I, I, I've been addicted ever since then, 1998. And I haven't stopped since, since that time. And actually, here's another story I think some of you guys are like. The one year I contemplated retiring, was the first year I played in Beasley's League. And that was the year I finished five and seven. And I was like, there's no way, no way I could go out like that. I was, and, no, and I was like, and, and I didn't have any running backs. I had Randy Moss and I had Terrell Owens. And my quarterback was okay, but I didn't have any running backs. I had like Kevin DeFault, Willie Parker. All my running backs got hurt. Chris Cooley, my tight ends got hurt. I could not win a game. Um, so yeah, I went five and seven and I'll, AB, I actually went and looked at that, um, in, um, in Yahoo. Uh, -huh. uh I saw my, my little email. It was like, yeah, I'm not retiring. I said, I'm coming back. And I came back that next year and I won the league. I actually won that in the basketball league, which is crazy. So I, I've had a lot of fun 
playing uh, fantasy football and uh, and just fantasy sports. Period, man. I've I've coached just under my Yahoo profile, mm-hmm. 101 teams, just of of all kind of different uh, sports. I play hockey. I play fantasy football, basketball, baseball. I, I've done it all, man. 26 trophies, man. Spread among all of the the. Yeah. What about you? When when did you start playing fantasy? Ah, uh, man. Two, 2003. Yeah, 2003, man. Like that was my that was my introduction to fantasy sports period. Like that was the first year I played basketball and football was 2003. And I always remember cuz I always remember 2003 was the year before I moved down to Atlanta. But um it was funny. I, I I pulled it up. I'm glad I'm I'm glad I found it. But here go my here go my draft results from my from my first year in fantasy football, right? Round one, I had I had the eighth pick, so I had Randy Moss. Second pick, I had Donovan McNabb. Uh, third pick, I had Larry Fitzgerald. Fourth pick, I had New England's defense. Fifth pick, I picked Joey Harrington for my backup. Sixth pick, I pray you remember this dude, Deuce Staley. Remember Deuce Staley? Yeah. <laughs> I've had him. Um, Quentin Griffin from uh, Kansas City, he was a, a beast backup. I had Bubba Franks. I had Willis McGahee. Uh, Martin Gramatica. Uh, I had three. I don't know why I picked three QBs, but um, Eli, Eli Manning. I got him in eleven round. Rod Smith, who was a uh, he was the second string uh, wide receiver at the time for Denver. Mm-hmm. Anquan Bolden, uh, Green Bay's defense, and Anthony Thomas. Like that was my squad going in my first year in, in fantasy football, man. And like, it's just crazy because like, yeah, Ken, Ken, to tell you, man, like. You get so many different emotions. I've had plenty of years where I'm like, man, to hell with fantasy football. I'm not playing no more. I'm not playing. But it's just like when that season comes, it's like when, when I, August comes and then going into early September, it's like, oh, God, I got to play. It's like, then you know, your friends are playing in. And it's like, oh, man, you know, you, you want to get that talking junk kind of atmosphere and get that mood again. And it's like, so when September comes, you sucked into another fantasy football year after you previously said, man, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Um... The, the, the league I've been playing in, this same league I've been playing in for over 10 years, and I also got another league that I've been pretty much started up that Ken's been in with me since I moved down here called the Real NFL. I think that's this is going on the seventh year. But my main league, I won that championship in 2010. I think the one year we had 14 teams, I had won a championship for that one. I remember I had the first pick, and I had to sit there at one, and I had to wait 14 picks, almost 28 picks until it came back to me. But I ended up managing getting a nice squad, and I won. I, I, I squeaked out and won a championship. And that was the year. I used, it's funny because the years that I've had, like, and you know, for people who's listening, who's fantasy gurus, for me, this has been, always been my luck. Whenever I have a so-so to average regular season year, like I barely squeak into the playoffs, I always like I always get my team going at the right time because when you're playing fantasy football. You have to be a shark out there in that waiver wire. You have to be a shark. You have to find those gold nuggets mm-hmm. while you're playing. You know, not not just on draft day. Draft day is good and all, but not only you have to draft good, but you have to you have to wire and shark good throughout the season, through weeks. You know, three when the bye weeks kick in, pretty much from weeks four through like weeks twelve going into the playoffs. You have to be sharking. You have to like really sneak for players that you think no one is looking at, and when yep. that waiver wire is coming in, you gotta get them. Even if it's players you think that's probably going to be like, you know what, this guy going to be on the cusp come week seven and eight. Let me go get him now in week five. And then come week seven and eight, 
you like, bam, I got a gym, and then everybody's already looking for him. Guess what? He's already on your squad. So that's one thing about fantasy football that I've learned over the years. Not only you have to draft good, or sometimes even if I, even if you only draft average, if you're a shark out there in the wavy wire, you can get those gems, man. You just gotta really stay on it and be and pay attention. But oh yeah, fantasy football is fun, man. Like I, I it's it's addictive. It's it's very addictive. I I never thought I would be hooked onto this as a drug every single year. Fantasy football. Fantasy football is the only fantasy sport that I play literally every single year. Now, fantasy NBA, I maybe take like a year off or two. You know, I'm like, okay, I don't want to play this year. I play in the next year, the year after, whatever. But fantasy football, I'm in it every single year. Like, I'm playing every single year. I look forward to it every single year. I look forward to draft day, talking to junk. Why are you doing a live draft? So, it's just cool, man. I think the only thing from my experience, and I don't know if Ken probably experienced this before, but I've never played in the PPR league. I, I, I always hear people talk about PPR league. I've never played in one. Yeah. So I would like to experience the PPR league one, one year. Uh, you know, I keep telling myself I'm not going to play in more than three three leagues, and I always find myself playing in like five or six leagues. But so far, so far this year, I'm only in three leagues, and I want to keep it that way. But I, I I wouldn't mind playing in the PPR league just to kind of experience that. I've never experienced that before. I haven't played in a in a PPR league before. I have played in a um. And Roto, which I don't know if that I know it's similar, mm-hmm. but I haven't played in a PPR league. But like baseball, you can play like Roto. A Roto league is really good for baseball because it's so statistic, uh, statistically driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I've, I've, it's always been head to head. And I think I have played in some Roto fantasy football leagues, which um, which are hard, but um, and but it's also interesting basketball as well. But you know, hanging out with you guys and. And playing with with you guys has actually re-inspired me to keep going because the leagues are so competitive and the competition is always there. And I and I look forward to that. Because you know if you win your league, the NFL, real NFL league, mm-hmm. you're, even the worst teams in that league are good. They just have bad luck. They just luck. have bad luck sometimes. Yep, yep. So, yep. And uh, much like you, I have played over the years in so many different leagues because there's so many – at the time, there were so many different players that I wanted to get, so I would create multiple leagues to try to get those players just to have on my team because I may have been fans of those players. Right. So, and, and that's why I ended up playing with so many different. That's why I had like 101 teams and so many fantasy football teams because of that. Let me so, let me ask you this too. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've never like you said, you've never experienced a PPR league. I never have either. Have you ever experienced playing in the keeper league? I've never did that before. I know I know a couple of cats that played. If they fancy leagues, they always have keeper leagues. I just never, but I never like really tried to understand and and, and really get the gist of keeper leagues. And I and I guess that's why I've been turned off about it. But like I've always just played in regular fantasy leagues where every year you just draft a whole new squad. But I I heard keeper league is kind of interesting. But I just never never really been interested. Have you ever played in the keeper league before? I have, but the problem with keeper leagues is that um is finding the people to play with over and over again and sometimes you'll forget about that league mm-hmm. or um or you just don't make the cut like they'll send out the invites and you don't get in in time oh so you okay players so like if 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 you were to turn the nfl into a keeper league then that would be tight because the same people play every year yeah that yeah. would um that would put a nice twist on it and it's always interesting because you would look to get like um, of course keep like Whoever had Mike Evans would keep Mike Evans and not release him. Or if they had like Aaron Rodgers or something like that, you would you would um, decide to keep those players. And sometimes, 
sometimes you got to let them go. So you got to really make some GM decisions. Oh, okay. Think about it. It, it. it puts a nice twist on it. I'm gonna have to try it one year, man. I just, I just, I just never been like super interested in playing the keeper league. Just, just because I just haven't took the time to really understand how it works. I think if I really understand how it works, maybe I would probably be interested in trying it one year. But I just never really been like super interested in, in you know, seeing how it works. But you know, hey, you want to talk about these QBs, man? Let's 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 get to the topic about these who's the sleepers and you know. I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on as far as this fantasy background or whatever before we get into the QB talk. Um, you know what, man? Uh, not really. I think other than that is that you, you, I hate dead teams. You know, and and I, look, there's some people we kicked out. Yeah. Well, I, I won't say we because I don't run any. I'm not a commissioner. Yeah, it's people I kicked out. Yeah, you, you, yeah. I'm, I'm fine. I would say it because I'm commissioner in all leagues. And then my thing, one thing about fantasy leagues, man. Just keep the integrity up because I know me personally. Whenever I've had bad, whenever I've had bad um, fantasy football years, my, my at, at that point, by the time like week six or seven come, and I'm like you know two and six, at that point, my thing is playing spoiler. Mm-hmm. I look at it like this: if I'm not gonna make the playoffs, I'm taking you with me. And yep. it's like a lot of people don't have that mentality because I'm super competitive. So it's like you know, even though I'm like okay, yeah, it's a wrap for me. I'm not just going to just stop doing my lineups because at that point you messed up the integrity of the league and then you're giving teams that, you know, probably don't have that advantage to get in the playoffs, you're giving them a leeway into the playoffs or, any, you know, or that team, that number one seed, if you're trying to get that bye week, you know what I'm saying? You, you're trying to compete with a bye week with maybe two other players and those two other players are playing against that guy that, that stopped doing his lineup five weeks ago, you know? It's like, keep. I like to just keep the integrity. If you're losing, just be like, look, you know what? I'm going to be an, I like to play that crafts in the barrel mentality whenever I'm losing. Like, yo, okay, Ken, Ken fighting for number one seed. Guess what? I'm not in the playoffs. I'm playing him this week. I'm going to still do my lineups, and I'm going to still be shocking for players to try to beat Ken, you know, just so I can say, ha, 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 you don't get that one seed, or ha, 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 you fighting for that sixth final spot, and losing to me in week 11 might cost you that playoff spot. So, I don't know. I, I like integrity of league, man. So, if, you play, if you're listening to this, and if you want to play in my league, I don't care if you one and nine or you nine and zero. Oh, you better keep playing every single week, like you mean, like it means something. Yeah, it's the same thing. If, if, like you said, if I'm two and six, I, I'm so confident in myself, and I know how fantasy football works. Yep. Like at any given moment, you can go on a run. Yep. So you can you can immediately go to six and six, and then it's just depending on how the rest of the league is stacked, mm-hmm. you might sneak in. At, as a sixth seed, and, and much like you, if I get in as a sixth seed, if I get in the playoffs, period, my, period, yeah, I'm, I'm always saying all I need to do is get in the playoffs. That's it. Because we seen Passy. Remember Passy got in. I think she got in at like six and seven, and she ran. She 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 freaking got in the championship. I was like, wait a minute, how is six and seven a six seeded team like make this run? It just like sometimes yeah. the ball just get rolling for you at the right time. And I've seen teams that start off like five and zero or six and zero, and start off, and then maybe either miss the playoffs by one game or get in the playoffs and get ousted, you know, in the first round because their team started going downhill at the wrong time. I've seen it plenty of times where teams start off hot. I think it happened to Altwine. Shout out to Altwine. I think he started off like four and zero or five and one, and he still didn't make the playoffs because his team injuries and just, I mean, you know how you know how crazy football is, so. Like you said, yeah. man, all you gotta do is get in. All I want to do is just get in. I don't care if I'm a, if I'm if I got a bye week off the one seed or if I'm a 
or if I'm a six seed. You know what I'm saying? I just need to get in. That's all I fight for. I just want to be the top six teams to get in. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm with you. If I get in the playoffs, anything can happen. Just yeah. like last year, I think I won my opening round. I, I think I made it in last year in the DS League of seven and six or something. Mm-hmm. And I won the first matchup by like point two points. And ended up winning the whole, the whole thing. thing. Yeah. See? You, you never know. You never know, I, man. <laughs> fantasy football is so crazy because I didn't even want to check the score. Yep. So, and <laughs> you, I knew I lost. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, man, we, we can talk about that uh, all day, man. Just different fantasy football experiences. I know. I know. Um, quarterbacks this year. And quarterbacks is always interesting because there are always quarterbacks like Peyton Manning who can win a league. Yep. And, and you know, there are quarterbacks that are just get you by. So here, here are the top 12 quarterbacks that finished the season last year. At the end of the year, this is where they were ranked. Andrew Luck was number one. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers finished second. Russell Wilson. Peyton Manning is fourth. Drew Brees is, is fifth. Big Ben sixth. Matt Ryan seventh. It didn't feel like it. Mm. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, believe it or not, was eighth. Mm. Uh, Tom Brady, ninth. Phillip Rivers, 10th. Eli Manning, 11th and Tony Romo 12 12 outside of that was uh you had the Joe Flacco Cutler Stafford Newton's Ka- Kaepernick which I told everybody was was a fluke and then you know you get into rookies like Bridgewater and and Bortles who actually started later on in the year and actually did okay mm-hmm. I think at one point I had to play Bortles last year um and it it didn't go well but but uh, he, he was all i had yeah but uh, but yeah so so that's the list from last year um what are your top 12 quarterbacks do you do you have your top yeah 12 yeah, yeah. Go, going into this year going into this year yeah top 12 fantasy now this is just fantasy now we talking about fantasy wise but um i think going this year i got number one i have aaron Rodgers. Number two, I have um, Andrew Luck. Number three, I have Drew Brees because I think they're going to pass the ball a lot anyway. Even though he don't have Jimmy Graham, Drew Brees is going to get his passing yards. So Drew Brees, what is that, number three? Number four, I got, I think, number four, I got Big Ben just because of, you know, the weapons he got now. You know, he he got a good wide receiver core. Um, I got Peyton Manning because I still think Peyton Manning is going to be Peyton Manning. What's that, five? Um, yeah. Six, I got Russell Wilson. Just you add um, Jimmy Graham to the to his arsenal. I think that they gonna still be good. Uh, number seven, I have Tony Romo because just because of Dez Bryant and the other receiving core. Number eight, I have Matt Ryan only just because for regular season purposes because Matt Ryan always does well in the regular season. You know he's always he's always that like that safe guy. Um, number nine, I have Eli Manning. I think Eli Manning. With his weapons he got coming back, I think I wouldn't be surprised. Only thing with Eli Manning, he just got to get them interceptions down because we already know in fantasy football, interceptions is like a no-no. And yeah. uh, I think number 10, I have – it's actually one of my sleepers. I think it is Ryan Tannehill. I think he's going to have a, a little bit better season fantasy-wise than anticipated. So, Oh, you said 12. I'm sorry. That's 10. Uh, number 11, Matthew Stafford just because of Calvin <laughs> Johnson – at number eleven, and then at twelve, I got um, I got I got uh, Philip Rivers. I, is that's an, I think I give Philip Rivers that same reason like Drew Brees. He's gonna pass the yeah. ball a lot. He's gonna pass like he's. I think Philip Rivers is gonna do his thing. He's gonna always pass the rock. So that's my top twelve fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. Um, so so my my one and two are reverse. So I have okay. Andrew Luck. I, I think he'll finish 
uh, top in the league this year. Um, even though Aaron Rodgers, like, he was only two touchdowns away. Well, as far as fantasy points, mm-hmm. I, they were so close. Yeah. Andrew Luck finished, and this is just to let everybody know, this is Yahoo. This is Yahoo Fantasy Sports. It's not any other scoring system. This is just Yahoo. So we're just going by that because that's what we played in, play in the most. Um, but yeah, Andrew Luck finished with 431 points and Aaron Rodgers 430 points. Now, mm. what's crazy about that is that Andrew Luck threw 16 interceptions. Aaron Rodgers only threw five. But Andrew Luck had more passing yards than Aaron Rodgers. Yep, he did. Where I do like Aaron Rodgers at number one is that I think they're going to pass it more. He may have more passing yards. Mm-hmm. But that also depends on how much they run the ball. So, you know, it, it's give and take. I think that the Colts don't really have a running game the way that the Green Bay Packers do. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's why I'm going to go with Andrew Luck, number one. Okay. Um, and, they, and they in a weaker division, too. Yeah, yeah. They, he's going to he's gonna chuck the ball all over the field. Plus, he can run. I, they both ran the ball for about the same amount of yards and touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It really comes down to touchdowns and passing yards and, of course, interceptions. I see. And then this is, this is before you continue, the only reason why I had um, Aaron Rodgers at one because the man is really smart with the ball. He don't throw a lot of interceptions. He do not throw a lot of interceptions. If, if Aaron Rodgers throw you interceptions, that's kind of shocking. So I think that's the reason why I put him up there because, you know, you get more interceptions, that's just a more negative negative points. So that's the only reason why I got Aaron Rodgers as number one, man. Plus he a bad man as well. So, But go ahead, you're to number three. All right. You know what? Let, let me do something. That was their rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go back through this in terms of fantasy points. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reel this off again. Okay. I just re-ranked it. Um, so Andrew Luck one, Aaron Rodgers two. They that's that that didn't change, but Peyton Manning did. Okay. So Peyton Manning is third. Ben Roethlisberger is fourth, mm-hmm. and this this really makes a difference. Now, uh, Drew Brees is fifth. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson six. Tom Brady seven. Matt Ryan eight. Tony Romo nine. Ryan Tannehill ten. Eli Manning eleven. Philip mm-hmm. is twelve. So we still have the same quarterbacks. They're just in different orders based on the number of fantasy points that they have. Yeah, yeah. So, my one and two still remains. I'm still I'm gonna go with Ah I'm stuck between Big Ben and Peyton Manning. Only because Big Ben said they want to average 30 points. How are you gonna put up 30 points? You gotta score some points. But they, but Ben, they got they got that running game too. They got a good running game and they got a and they got a deep threat. They got a good passing game. So But remember Le'Veon Bell caught a lot of passes and he scored yeah, he a lot did. of passes. He did, he did. So, you know, but that running game is there. Yeah. So yeah. But um Jeff just off legacy, man, I'm I'm gonna go with Peyton Manning. Because I have concerns, and I know we're going to talk about running backs later, but I have concerns about the running game. Mm-hmm. I don't think C.J. Anderson's the guy. I think they may go to a platoon system. Uh, based on what I've seen in the preseason so far, n- nobody really looked good. Um, so I'll go with Peyton Manning. I'm going I'm to go with Big Ben for just because on the on the premise that they want to air the ball out. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to put Russell Wilson fifth. I'm, I, I think Jimmy Graham will – push him up a little bit, mm-hmm. and the threat of Jimmy Graham should open up the running game that much more. So I think Russell Wilson has a chance for a nice fantasy football season by running and passing the ball. Let, um, me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you, since we're talking about quarterbacks, where do you think roughly 
Russell Wilson will get drafted at? Around, like, what round you think you can see? He's not a first or second rounder. Of course. So, I think that he will probably go six or seven. Wow. You think he's going to go that low? Because I've been mocking. I did like two mocks draft. I see him going as average as anywhere between early fourth round and early fifth. But damn, seven, seventh round? Maybe six, but I, I, I think I, I see him. I see him middle, middle, middle round because okay. I think it just depends on what people. You know, everybody's going to go for the quarterback, so people are going to load up. I think on position receivers, mm-hmm. and then quarterbacks are kind of be there. So I think depending on how they draft, and depending on the value that teams place on quarterbacks, will affect his draft. So, okay. um, so you got yeah, I don't think people are going to believe in Russell Wilson that much. Mm-hmm. The, the way that I'm going to give him this year. So, um, so yeah, so I so that's six, right? Yep. Um, Brady's out for four games, maybe. So, he's he's going to drop. Um, but he's still lethal. But he won't, for, for, from yeah. a fantasy perspective. I wouldn't put it. Uh, that's the only reason why I didn't put him in. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know what? I, I'll go with Tony Romo 7. And the reason why I'm going with Tony Romo 7 is because no, Demarco Murray. They they will air the ball they will out. Air the ball out. Yep, they will. They will. They will. They will be tossing that bad boy around. Eli is eight. Okay. Eli is eight. We both got uh, Eli. Man, that he has all of the weapons. He to got it. He got it too. And, and the sleeping running game too. Yeah, yeah, he does, and that could impact his fantasy uh, numbers. But he he can air it out. So Eli eight, Matt Ryan nine. Um. Tannehill Rivers. I don't know where I go, where to go with that one. Mm-hmm. So I'll take uh, I'll take Rivers. I'll take Rivers. I don't think they have a running game. Okay. Um, yep. So I'll take Rivers. Give me Tannehill. Give me Stafford. He'll bounce back this year. And Tom Brady. I think and twelve. Yeah, because yeah, okay. I think in in twelve games, Tom Brady can put up some numbers. Okay. If you think about it. Um, and I think he could, I mean, since we're talking, like, real talk, if you get, if you can get a quarterback, see, this is why I hate doing this show, because <laughs> you're kind of giving giving strategies away. But think about this. If you can get a quarterback to get you through the first four games and you get Tom Brady on the back end, mm-hmm. he can win the league for you. Yeah, because it's going to be interesting going into these drafts because it's like, Who's going to be the guy that's going to be like, okay, let me take a chance. Let me get Tom Brady, even though I know he's out for four seasons. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, who's going to take that chance? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's going to take, who's going, who's going to roll that dice? You know what I'm saying? Because if you pick Tom Brady, I mean, is he going to be your first quarterback you draft? Or is he going to be your, you know, seventh, eighth round quarterback, hoping that he's there that you draft? You know, like after you draft the, if you draft a Russell Wilson first, and then be like, okay, if Russell Wilson can get me through these first four weeks, Bam! I'm I pick up Brady in the seventh or eighth round. Like you know, like what? Mm-hmm. How would you go about to draft if you're eyeing Tom Brady? You know what I'm saying? So it'll be it'll be interesting, man. It's yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on where he falls. I haven't done any mock drafts. Um, I did two just because in my main league. Yeah. I know I'm I'm drafting 12. I'm, I'm I got the 12th pick, so I did a couple of mocks. You know, like I'm picking 12 or whatever. So, you know, 
I normally don't. Um, you know, like I like to talk a lot of crap. You know, mm -hmm. I've been for so long, I don't need to do mock drafts. But I think just for the sake of this show, um, so we can give people as much value as possible, I I'll do a couple just to yeah. kind of get an idea for where, where people are falling. Because um, I don't want to mislead anybody that's listening to this. Um, we'll, we'll, I'll come back to Tom Brady uh, in, in the strategy section because I think there's a couple of scenarios I want to toss out. So what okay. about sleeper quarterbacks for for you this year? All you right. Said so Tannehill. So you said what? Guys, you, you said Tannehill yeah, early. Tannehill is definitely one. Um, I, I, we talked about him when we shot our uh, Dead End Sports video on YouTube. Make sure y'all subscribe if y'all listening to Dead End Sports on YouTube. Um Eli Manning, I think, I think, I think he, I can, I think he can have a, a really breakout year. Like he can, I think Eli can be one of those guys that can, you know, once the uh, re fantasy regular season is over, he can be like maybe top five as far as fantasy points. Like mm -hmm. most, like the top five QBs, the most fantasy points. I think Eli can rush to that and get that, you know, as so long as he don't have those games where he's throwing five or six interceptions. Um, another sleeper guy. It's Teddy Bridgewater. I would not. I would not be surprised if Teddy Bridgewater have a pretty, a good, you know, QB fantasy, a fantasy QB year. That dude. I think. I think he can pull off. I'm about to shock you with this one though. This next one. I think. Of course, no one's paying attention to this guy, but I think Ryan Fitzpatrick might have a, a sleeper, a decent year. You know, I'm not saying he's gonna have a top five type of year, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Tannehill puts up. You know, depending on how your scoring system is in your league, put up anywhere between 17 to 20 points a week. That's if pretty. If you get the job, though. Yeah, yeah, if you get a job. But I can, I mean, you know, we already know with the Geno Smith situation, so I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be the next up. I think I think he'll be next up. Because who else is fighting for the QB position in the Jets? Just mm. really him. That's what I'm saying. So I think, I think I would not be surprised if, 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 a big if, if I see Ryan Fitzpatrick put up. Anywhere between seventeen to twenty points per week at the QB position, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, they're my sleepers: uh, Ryan Tannehill, Eli Manning, Teddy Bridgewater, and uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, for me, I have a uh, man. You, you did shock me with, with Teddy Bridgewater mm -hmm. um, because I, I I think he's gonna have a good year. They say he's already in in mid mid season form and. He just, he's so smooth, man. Yeah, he is. I like him ever since at Louisville. I remember yeah. when he was at Louisville. I said, on Dead End Sports, I said, I said, yo, look out for this kid in Louisville named Teddy Bridgewater. He is the, dog. that dude got that poise. So, and I, I've i been bigging him up. It's on record. I've been bigging him up when we was doing <laughs> Dead End Sports, man. Like, when we was doing the blog talk before we even started doing YouTube, I was like, yo, y'all better look out for this dude Bridgewater, man. Like, he's that dude, so... Yeah, I'm glad so far he's proven me right. So yeah. I'm sticking with him. I'm, I'm sticking with him. Even though I hate my Lions, got to see him twice twice this year. But, you know, it, almost for the years to come. But Teddy Bridgewater, man, I, I, I got faith in him. You know what, man? I, I, I'm really, I really want to pull for Geno Smith from a fantasy perspective. I don't think he can help you. Mm -hmm. But I think, especially now that he's hurt, that right. he really needed time to to get those reps in. Yep. Because he has weapons. He has weapons, yep. And it's like you have weapons, you have a coach, but you also have a coach that like to run the ball. Yeah. But he's kind of like always been in the back of my mind because of the weapons. But now that he's hurt, he's he's kind of knocked himself out of that. Um, and that's why I said don't sleep on Ryan Fitzpatrick because him taking that position, they got yeah. weapons. He can. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you on Eli. Of course, he made the top. Uh, he made our top twelve anyway. 
but I, I think he's going to be up in, in that top tier. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr in Oakland. Mm. Derek Good, Carr, because man. they got they got Amari Cooper, right? Amari Cooper, and who else they got over there? They they, they got a decent, a little decent wide receiver core, man. Yeah, that's that's yeah. A, that's, that's a yeah. good one. That's that's a, that's a good little surprise. He had twenty one touchdowns and twelve interceptions <laughs> last year. He could sneak out, and nah, I, I still don't believe you because know, I, I you know I wanted <laughs> to say maybe Colin Kaepernick had a down year. Mm-hmm. No. But he made some bad passes in the in the preseason. So no. No. I, I'm not gonna even reach. I, I, so no. I'm gonna stick with Derek Carr, of course, Eli, and um, and I'm with you on on Teddy Bridgewater. I, I I think he's gonna be that guy. I think he's gonna have a, a good year. Plus, he got AP back, man, and he has Cordarrell Patterson, who hopefully will get his act together. I, I think they could be um they could be a problem. Also, too, I think another. Sleeper or well, well, not really a sleeper. Just someone I think you can you can possibly get in the late rounds. It depends on how you draft. If you want to get your if you want to stack up your wide receivers and your running backs first, and you be like, hey, I get a quarterback in the eighth round. I think a guy you can definitely get in the eighth or ninth round would be Blake Bortles, someone that can probably put put up. You know, Jacksonville don't really got that many weapons, but I mean, he got he got the tools, he got the proper mechanics yeah. and everything as a QB. I yeah. think he can be that guy you can pick in the eighth or ninth round that can pull off anywhere between fifteen to eighteen points per week, and you know, at the QB position, you know, in fantasy points. I think I think that would definitely be a good little sleeper QB that can just kind of be consistent and get the job done. You know what I'm saying? It's Blake Bortles. So for all you people that's drafting, if you want to get a late QB. Blake Bortles would be that guy. He'd definitely be sitting there in the in the eighth, maybe ninth round. Oh, definitely, so, he'd be sitting there long, longer than that. Yeah. So just because just because of the situation that he's at, the team he's playing for. So honestly, you might be you might can get him off waivers. That's possibly, but you know, if you're looking at it like, look, like let me fill up my position, my position players first, my wide receivers and running backs first. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and get a late quarterback. If you want to take that chance on that late quarterback, you know, you can get that guy in them late rounds, man. Definitely. What about bus? You have any bus this year? Because most fantasy uh, football teams are twelve to fourteen. Oh man, that's a good point, Ken. Team, so point. it's gonna—you know, you're always gonna have that bus, man. You always gonna have someone that you be like, "Damn, I thought you was gonna do good, but you bust. You you was a bust." Okay, so because it will probably have to. So I think Philip Rivers, because even though he's in my twelve, I think. Because somebody has to draft him, right? So in my mind, I'm thinking you drafted this guy to be right. your starting quarterback. Right. right. I think Phillip Rivers could probably mess somebody up. I think two people possibly, and we had him in our top, in our top. But that's what I'm saying. But someone that you expecting that you expect to do good, but mm-hmm. they don't really live up to the bill. Not saying that they have really a horrible season, but you 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 get that quarterback thinking like, damn man, you're supposed to put at least 25 points a week. And here you go putting up six points this week, seven points the next week, and then 20 points this week. Like, you're very inconsistent. Tony Romo, maybe? Even though we had him in our top 12, I can see Tony Romo because one factor is because of the running game. His running game, I don't think. What DeMarco Murray did, it will make anybody's quarterback life easier. Anybody. If you don't got to toss, if you don't got to use your arm that much and just hand the ball off, of course, life is going to be so much easier. But now you got to make more decisions with your arm. 
make more decisions with your arm. You know, Tony Romo interceptions might go up a lot. You know, he might not. He might not have that 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 season that you think he might pull off. And another guy, and we talked about how this guy has weapons. Ben Roethlisberger. Let's not forget, last season was probably one of his most sexiest fantasy years. Like as far yeah. as just fantasy football, because normally. You know, you might go to Ben Roethlisberger in real life saying, hey, Ben, win this game. But Ben's going to win ugly. He's going to throw, you know, maybe barely 200 yards, you know, three touchdowns, three interceptions. But he's going to win. But Ben always find a way to win. So it's not the sexiest QB, you know, sexiest fantasy-wise QB. So, you know, I think some people are so, like, in love with what they saw last year. And now he got Antonio Brown. And now you know what the weapons he got. Now guess what, though? These defenses... These defensive coordinators, they don't get paid a million bucks for no reason. So you, they might key into some stuff. And Ben Roethlisberger may not look so sexy this season. He might not throw for almost 5,000 yards this year like he did his previous season. So he could, he, could, he, could have a, he could have a decline year based off what he did last year. So you thinking Ben Roethlisberger going to throw for almost 5,000 years, he might end up being a bust for you and not pull off those type pretty fantasy numbers that he did last year. So I got Tony Romo and Ben Roethlisberger for possible bust. You can it can possibly bust your season, man. Especially if you draft them early. Yeah, yeah. Give me Rivers and give me Breeze because I just don't know what's going to happen without Jimmy Graham. Uh, Colston didn't a have a great year. No, uh, Brandon Cooks, Cooks is yeah. trick. Yep. But who else? You got yep. Colston Cooks. Who's the tight end? Yep. Who's the safety valve? Because they let Sproles go, which was stupid. And you they, know, right? So, so Breeze. No, Breeze had the numbers, but he could fall off this year, especially if you're spending a first or a second round pick on him. Yeah, because Breeze would I saw Breeze definitely going late second round. Like the dude, the two mock drafts I, I got, Breeze was gone by by that, you know, by that 26, 27, 28th pick. He was gone. Mm. So I don't know if I would take him that high. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So he was going early, but you know, of course, you can't really base mock draft. It just I like to do mock drafts to see kind of a, a little bit of an idea of you know um where, where players are going to be you know getting picked up at because of course you know you might play in your league where you know guys love quarterbacks so you might you might you might play in a league where guys gonna pick three quarterbacks in the first round where in mock drafts i'm seeing i'm seeing tom brady going getting picked in the fifth round and sixth round and seventh round and i'm like i don't see him going late that late in most fantasy leagues i play in so yeah, and, and, you know, people are just testing strategies. They're yeah. trying to see yeah. if I get this pick, if I yeah. pick this guy, yeah. what kind of team I can put together. So you can't trust it, but it should give you an overall idea. Right. Of and just like I told you, Ken, like the reason why I did Mike, because I know I'm picking 12th in my main league. You know, like he already did the automatic draft, you know, lottery order or whatever. So I'm picking 12th. So I, I'm like, you know what? Let me do a couple of mocks and just see see what's out there when I'm picking 12. You know what I'm saying? So it's just an idea. I mean, but I know the way my, the team I picked in the mock draft, I'm like, oh, there's no way I'm going to pick this team in this league. Like, there's no way these guys going to let me get these get this team. So, you know, it's just, a, it's just, a, it's just like a, a good little measuring stick. Yeah. So, um, so let me throw this at you real quick. Uh, preseason kicked off. Mariota, Winston made their preseason debuts. Um, Mariota went seven for eight for 94 yards, two turnovers. I think both were fumbles. Winston, 
Uh, nine for 16 for 131 and a rushing touchdown. Rushing touchdown and an interception. And an interception. He almost threw two. Yep. Um, but you expect that people would be yeah. kind of crazy not to. Yeah. Um, let's say, for instance. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, your quarterback is down. And you got players hogging quarterbacks on the bench. So you can't even really get a quarterback right. decent. Mariota's there. Winston's there. Who do you take? If they're the only two quarterbacks, that's worth picking up on the waiver wire. I'm going with Winston uh, simply simply because I like his receiving core. I like Mike Evans and I like Benson Jackson. And they're they're not in the super tough division. I mean, you know, their division is not like it's not like they're they're facing a good like oh my god that defense of you know that defense division the defense in that division is really tough. They really mean. You know, just last year, a seven and nine team went to the postseason out of that division. So, I might have to get the the, uh, the edge to Jameis Winston just because of his receiving core and his, his weapons that he got throwing the ball. Because Vincent Jackson and Mike Evans are gonna still ball out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I think I think for just for that matter, just for that alone, I'm giving it to Jameis Winston. Well, they made McCown look good. You know, in stretches. They're right. Exactly. Oh, My point and, exactly. Yeah, and Evans made. Johnny Manziel looked good. Yep. And we know Winston played in the pro style. I would take Winston, too, to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, I think it's something Stephen A. Said, Stephen A. Smith said. He's going to take his chances. You got yeah. weapons like that, and he got that, that big tight end. Yeah, he um, sure. I can't, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he got weapons. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he, he's going to throw, and he got lovey. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll take him because I think that in a game – I have to deal with the turnovers, as frustrating as they may be. Right. But if the rest of my team is solid, I'll take Winston and just hope he can give me two touchdowns and maybe 250 to 300 yards passing. And hopefully everybody else is great, and then I I, I can eat by at the quarterback position. Yeah. If I run up against, yeah, and, and, and hope for the best. Right, that's what I'm saying, because look, look at the Saints secondary. Saints don't got nobody in the secondary that, that, that concerns you. The, Fal- right. the Falcons don't got nobody really in the secondary that concerns you. So it's just like, okay, he, his division alone, he, it shouldn't be that bad for him. I really don't. I, I think it's not that bad for uh, James Wilson. I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I forgot one more sleeper. Who? Sam Bradford. Healthy. Ooh, Healthy Sam now. Bradford. That's, that's yeah, because, because rumor has it, rumor has it that you know, the two teams with the best offensive line is uh, Dallas and Philadelphia Eagles. So, you know, hey, is that going to benefit for Sam Bradford? Is Mr. Glass going to finally hold up and, 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 and be okay? Yeah. You know, we, we shall see. But that's that's yep. an interesting sleeper pick right there. That's yeah. an interesting one right there. Yeah, it is. Um, all right, so we went, so we got sleepers, bus. We talked about the rankings. Um, draft strategy, man. So, all right, so quarterbacks are, are always interesting because there are people out there that will argue you don't need a quarterback to win your league. Um, do you feel that way? Oh, man. Quick. Like, for instance, if you don't get Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Manning. No, I'm sorry. If you don't get Luck, Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers you'll be fine because they're – 
will always be good quarterbacks that you can just plug in and get you about 20 points. Some people even say you don't really even need to take like Manning is a first like back when Manning was putting up those yeah crazy those numbers. numbers mm-hmm. He was a first round pick. Mm-hmm. People were arguing that unless it was him, you didn't really need to take anybody else uh, in the quarterback position because of the lack of value in say for instance the running back position. Right. You need to get running backs, and you can always plug in a quarterback and win. Um. And this is just based off my experience. Like, I've seen guys that had that used to have the Drew Breeses of the leagues, the, the Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning when they was putting up crazy numbers. And I've seen them single-handedly carry their team into the playoffs. Sometimes go to the championship, maybe maybe might not win it, but they, like, they're always a team to beat every week, and they got, like, the best regular season record and stuff like that. So I will probably have to say, you. I ain't going to really say you need it, but it helps. It helps. Let me let me put you like this way. It helps when you have a quarterback like a Drew Brees who is balling out, easily putting up 30 points a week. Because you you figured in a, in a fantasy football league where, you know, your touchdowns are worth six points, you know, uh, one point per reception or whatever. Not per reception, but like, you know, uh, one point for every 25 yards or whatever like that. Those type of those type of scoring, without, no, no, the non-PPR leagues. Mm-hmm. If you got that type of scoring... If you're if you got a QB putting up thirty points, like averaging thirty points a week, I mean you pretty much racing to a hundred. To me, that's how I look at it. You racing to a hundred every week. If you can get if you can get close to hundred, you're pretty much winning almost every week. If you got a QB getting thirty points and you got like another like a number one wide receiver giving you like fifteen or sixteen every week, that's fifty. You got your defense. I mean, that's kind of tough, man. Like, you know, if you got a quarterback that's putting up those type of numbers, I think that's really – that. for me, I sleep at night a lot better going into Sunday knowing that I got a QB that's going to put up 30 points every week on an average basis. So I say yeah because I've witnessed teams with – I've never seen a team with a top three quarterback putting up 30 points a week that's like, you know, one and nine. Like, they're going to be a team to beat. Cause you you always gotta watch that thirty points that you that that QB is gonna put up every time. So I say yeah, but I've seen, but I also even me, cause the year I won championship, I had freaking Matt Schaub as my quarterback. That's when he was. That's when Andre Johnson was like at his peak. And yeah. the reason why I picked Matt Schaub because I'm like, okay, if Andre Johnson is like ranked number top two, top three wide receiver, he got the quarterback got to get some love. So I got Matt Schaub like late in the sixth, seventh round, but my running back and wide receivers was like a beast. So, like, they putting up, you know, 80 points. Only thing I needed from Matt Schaub was, like, 15, you know, 16 points. And he was getting, he was putting that up easy because he was throwing to Andre Johnson all the time. So, you know, if you can really draft really well and get your – and solidify your wide receivers and running back positions, then, yeah, if you get – if you have a top three running back and a top 15 running back and, like, a top 15 and two, two wide receivers that's top 15, and you can, you can get you a, a – a, you know, you can get your Ryan Tannehill and still do okay. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just all how you dress. You got to have a good game plan before you go in, man. And you got to have a plan B because you might have a plan A going into the draft. But guess what? Someone might, two people might draft completely different than what you expected in the draft. So you got to have a plan B and maybe a plan C. You just got to be quick like that when you when you draft in fantasy football. Uh, this has always been difficult because like you, I won with, Matt Ryan and you know right. I know Matt Ryan to put up two or three touchdowns right a, a game Again. so I didn't 
have to worry about a quarterback because I know I could get value that's equal to a Breeze or a Manning. It's not as guaranteed. Right. It's not as man. guaranteed. That's the problem. Yeah. So you you, you kind of sweat a little bit when you say, oh, man, I got a big man who's going to put up four touchdowns. How am I going to match that? Yep. So all you're doing is you're looking at your quarterback. And you're like, you're begging for two touchdowns at least. At least. At least. <laughs> on, on, on a consistent basis, too. Let's let's not forget now, Ken. I'm pretty sure you witnessed this. You've been a part of this, and you've seen it. You've seen quarterbacks where one, where maybe two or three weeks in a row, they might go on like a two, three week stretch where they probably putting up like 25, three touchdowns a game, three touchdowns, 300 yards a game. But then they might have a stretch. You, they might put a three week stretch where it's good, but then they might have another three week stretch where they putting up, you know, two interceptions, one touchdown, 150 yards. Mm. Uh, Two touchdowns, two interceptions, 175 yards. You like, you like, dude. Where, where, you know, where, where are you at in week, you know, you, week four, five, and six when you was putting up these numbers? Week seven, eight, and nine, you sticking up the joint. So I get you. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I, I think when first round, when I take a quarterback, so if, if I'm sitting there and I'm looking at, mm. look at it like this. Yeah. Right. Right. So you picking number, you picking ten. Right, you got the tenth pick in first round. The the top like six running backs that you know that's gonna be money, they're gone. So now you pretty much got the Antonio Browns, you got the Calvin Johnsons, you got you got these top notch receivers that you like, man, they look good. Do you get them? Or do you get the Aaron Rodgers, the Andrew Lux, the Drew Brees of the world? Like what you what you get? You know what I'm saying? Or do you take a chance and get that receiver? Since you're picking 10, you give, you give, you're going to get that third pick coming back. You take a chance on getting that Drew Brees right there in that second round, early second round, Peyton Manning in the early second round. So I'm picking 10, 11, 12, 12, 11. Because I think if you're picking 10, Manning's going to be sitting there. Manning's going to be sitting there. Um, Brees going to be sitting there. Maybe not Aaron Rodgers. Maybe. Maybe. Right. So, yeah, so Aaron Rodgers – Aaron Rodgers, Luck, Manning, Breeze are there. And you're picking 10. One of those quarterbacks, no. gonna, if you're picking a receiver first or whatever other position player, running back, whatever, one of those quarterbacks is going to be sitting there coming back. Guaranteed. I would gamble and take the position player because, like you said, I, I'm I'm guaranteed probably to get one of those guys. Yeah. I, I don't see all of them coming off the board. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, unless you're just playing in a strictly – unless you're playing with guys who, like – who like Manning or who like Aaron Rodgers, like you know they're going to pick them. But for the most part, most players, most guys, they're going to pick the best player available. So Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if you're uh, picking 10, you know, Luck, Rodgers, Manning, or Breeze are going to sit there coming back in that second round and Ben Roethlisberger. But you know what? That means I would have to be okay with Breeze. And, and that's how – because I would love to have Luck, Rodgers, or Manning. Mm-hmm. So I would have to be willing to pass up on them, let them be drafted, and be okay with Breeze. Because I'm not really that high on Breeze. I would take him depending on where he fell. But for me, can I get – I would probably go ahead and, and sew that up and, and take Luck. You take Luck? Because I think – At 10? You might, you, so you might pick Luck at 10 right there off coming I might off pick the Luck at 10 mm-hmm. because I might not be as comfortable – this year with Breeze as I would have been in years past. Before, yep. yep. So, 
if if I'm passing up on Luck, Rogers, and Manning, if Reese fell to me, I don't even think I would draft him because I think I can get that production elsewhere mm-hmm. based on what I'm thinking Breeze would do this year with the loss of Jimmy Graham. If he had Jimmy Graham, that's different because I would probably try to get Breeze and then I will probably try to get Graham later and do that, that one-two punch like you had last year. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, if I can't get that, then I would probably go ahead and take the quarterback because I know, like you said, I'm plugging in 30. I'm plugging in 30 a week. I'm plugging in 30 a week. It, I'm, I'm a little iffy on Manning because I think they're going to try to rest him a little bit this year to save yeah. him for the second yeah, half yeah. of the year. Mm-hmm. But um, but Lucka Rogers, I probably would have to go in and, and sew that up. Because I'm, look, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because yeah, what, go ahead. no, I say because I'm looking at this right. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the overall player rankings. Like from from one, you know, like just from each player rank one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So you figured if you're going by these rankings, right? And it's tw- it's a twelve it's a twelve man team. So you got Marshawn Lynch at one, Adrian Peterson at two, Jamal Charles at three, Eddie Lacy at four, Le'Veon Bell at five, Antonio Brown at six. Dez Bryant at seven. Now notice I have not named the QB yet. Uh, Rob Garkowski at eight. Odell Beckham at nine. Demarius Thomas at ten. Julio Jones, Jeremy Hill, C.J. Anderson, Demarco Murray. You know when a QB is finally on this list at seventeen. That's way in the middle of the, sec- of the second round. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That, but you know, looking at that, you know people are not going to. Someone is going to pick a QB in the first round. Somebody got to pick a QB in the first round. I cannot see an f- entire first round go without a QB being picked. Rather, it's Andrew Luck or Aaron Rodgers. I don't. Them ten players, you, them players you just heard me name. I don't see no draft going that way. I, I just don't. Yeah, I, I don't either. Um, let, let me go back through this. I, I can, think this I, can name, I can name it to you again if you if you just need it real quick because I got it up. Are you on Yahoo? Yeah, yeah. I just went. I just went the overall player rankings, and then okay. you just yeah. Now let's get fantasy points, though, and this is interesting because I don't place a lot of value on the quarterback. I can win a league with the with, with, the, with the Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill yeah. type of quarterback. Yeah, I, I can because if my position pay, players are killing, it, it's a wrap because you you gonna you will be weak in that area, and all I need to do is come close to. All I need is 20 to 25 points. Mm-hmm. If I can come close to the 30 that you're probably guaranteed to put up, mm-hmm. I think I can win that because I know you're going to fail somewhere in the position player. Mm-hmm. But here's something that's interesting. Just off fantasy points alone, quarterbacks are, are the top. Yeah, I they're, know. They're leading. I know. I know. All of them. All of them. The next yeah. position player is DeMarco Murray. Yep. He's below Matthew Stafford. And this is this is this is by last year, according to last year, right? Last year. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe people are kind of undervaluing quarterbacks. I've never really looked at it that way. I just know that those position players are tough to come by. So for me, if I can't get a luck or a Rogers or a Manning, I just don't believe it. I, I think I can get value. I think I can get Big Ben, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Brady, Matt Ryan value later on in and probably starting fifth or sixth round. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, think about this. Depending on the draft position players that I have, I can put together a lethal combo. Yeah, yeah. You should. Lethal I mean, you combo. can. You can. You can. <laughs> Imagine if I get Dez Bryant in the first round or second round and Romo just happened to fall fourth or fifth round. 
Come on, man. It, it, it won't even be fair. That's taking a chance, though. I mean, that's you gambling. If you if you're really hoping for that, you gambling on that. I, or maybe I'll just go ahead and get in the third round. So if I get Dez, because me me if if I'm drafting, I'm looking at it like depending on where I'm picking. Okay, so right now right now I'm looking at they got they got Dez Bryant at seven. So say you picking seven, you you pick Dez Bryant your first your first round pick, seven. It comes back again. Say so by the time it comes back, you're gonna have like a Calvin Johnson, Matt Forte, Lashawn McCoy available. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you are you still loading up at that position? You know that position. You gonna you gonna have Dez Bryant and you gonna beast with like Calvin Johnson at your second pick coming back? I've done that before. I didn't yeah. like that. I tried yeah. that elite because I went Marsh. I think last year I went Marshall. I had Jordy Nelson, mm-hmm. and I had like three elite wide receivers. Yeah. And um and they were it, it it was it was murderous, but my running backs were struggling was because struggling. I lost AP because, yep. and I had Toby Gerhardt. Yeah. yeah, so so I ended up paying for it. It's not my fault. It wasn't Adrian Peterson. It wasn't my fault because Adrian Peterson got suspended. Right. But I didn't have any running backs. Yep. So I tried that last year. I got burned, and <laughs> so I don't think I would do that. I think I would get me a running back this year. And um. And this is contingent. If Rodgers and Luck are off the board, no, Rodgers, Luck, and Manning are off the board by the time the seventh pick comes. The second pick? Seventh. Seventh? Seventh. Oh, if you're picking seventh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got seven, you. I got you. Seventh. Seventh. If the three of them are off the they, board. Then they won't, Ken. They won't. I mean, only way they will if it is if you're. It depends on who you know you're playing with. Like, if you know you're playing with. Right. with say, like, if you know you're picking seven, and, like, say if. You know, uh, trap stars or, or 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 somebody else. You know who like loves Aaron Rodgers or who loves Drew Brees. You know, like who loves certain players. They're not gonna be gone, man. Because people are they gonna go they gonna go after the running backs first. Because the running back is super thin, super thin. So if you pick a seven, you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna choose pretty much between Aaron Rodgers or Andrew Luck. Pretty much. You're gonna you're gonna have your, oh, you're gonna have yeah. your picking. That's Cause, rough. Because Lynch going to be gone. Adrian Peterson going to be gone. I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at the yeah. rank. Just yeah. the rank. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be gone. Them, yeah. them, them, like, like I said, after you name like top five running backs, you pretty much like you roll dice on running backs at that point. I mean, you don't have a sure thing. So those running backs going to be gone. You picking seven, you, you sitting there pretty with Andrew Luck or Andrew Rodgers at your disposal. You got me. See, you, you kind of messed because I've never placed value on quarterback. I've just position players, position players, position players. But if Andrew Luck and and Rogers are sitting there, what would I do? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, that's a sure thing. Sure thing. You know you you know what you're gonna get from them guys, man. You're gonna easily get. Nothing less than twenty points. I mean, that's at least that's minimum twenty points. I just points don't want to hurt my position player. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to hurt my position players. But I think at at the spot, if they even fell that far. You but you know what? I got something. I got something that can that can counter your uh your your position players. <laughs> In the two words, waiver wire. <laughs> <laughs> you better. You better. If 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 you're gonna do that. You better just be like, look, you know what? I'm gonna be sharking like every week, and you can find you that gym. Trust me, we find gyms every single year. Every year, it never fails us, Ken. There's always a guy that you be like, damn, I had, I was, I was trying to get him, but my waiver wasn't high enough because yep. you know 
he was going to be a gem from week four on to the rest of the season. So you, you better sh- wave a wire, man. You better shark. You better shark if you're going to do that. Yeah. I, okay, so before we wrap up, let me throw some some scenarios out at you. Okay. Um, You got the pick. And this is your, your picking, and these are your options. Okay. Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning, who do you pick? Andrew Luck. Russell Wilson or Tony Romo? Uh, I'm going to say Russell Wilson just because I put Tony Romo on a possible uh, bust list, like, you know, the disappointment list. Drew Brees or, or Big Ben? Uh, ben, just because of the weapons he got. I mean, so, you, you made a good point with the, uh, Drew Brees about, I think you put him as the bust, possible bust, because, uh, you know, Jimmy Graham's gone now. So, Big Ben. Tannehill or Eli Manning? I had, I had ten, it's interesting because I think those these are both of my quarterbacks I put in as my sleepers, <laughs> like to have like great years. Um, I'm gonna say Tannenhill only because he's in the weaker division. All right, uh, last one: Joe Flacco or Cam Newton? Cam got weapons. He got Benjamin, and they drafted another receiver. And he got oh, uh, um, Cam because he not only he give me passing touchdowns, he give me rushing touchdowns too. Uh, I think he only had like five or six last year. He yeah, he run- did. He didn't run the ball that much, but yeah. he still that's still an option. Like he can still he can still give you you know two hundred and thirty passing yards and and seventy four rushing yards. That's fantasy points. That's seven points right there. Yeah, that's true. All right, well. Hey, I think that'll do it, man. That'll wrap up the QB preview. I think we covered everything. Um, apologies for everyone that's listening to this. We out. I hope you guys find this information valuable, and we hope we know that if you listen to us, you're going to win your league. And you, you, you're listening to two winners here. That's right. Dude, man, this is what we do. 28 years combined experience. Uh, that's going to do it for us, man. We out. Peace. Peace.